You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello, and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today we are going to talk about how to eliminate the inner judge. The inner judge is part of you that stands by looking to find fault with you. It may have begun as the external voice of a parent, teacher, sibling, or peers, but has taken root on the inside as the judging, condemning, fault-finding voice. All core wounds incurred in early childhood get encoded into false beliefs we hold about ourselves. The inner judge is the aspect of us who is constantly reminding us of these beliefs. It is ridden with guilt, fear, and shame. It tells us we shouldn't do it that way or we should do it this way or that. The judge is the fault finder that creates an environment where you are in opposition to the self. As long as you are in opposition with yourself, you will not find peace. To eliminate the inner judge, we don't want to fight against this aspect either. Because to fight against anything will prevent us from having peace. Every aspect of ourselves really wants to help us, but the inner judge has a very strange way of trying to help us. By pointing out all your perceived flaws and faults, the inner judge believes it's helping you. If it discourages you from trying to do something like start a new business, it may tell you that you're going to fail. It wants to prevent you from trying so that you don't risk failure or don't risk making a fool of yourself or don't risk getting hurt. Perhaps this is where a lot of early judgments have taken root. A parent might discourage you from doing something because they are projecting their own fears onto you. I was once discouraged from entering a talent contest by a parent who suggested I would make a fool of myself. My adult mind could take this information and run with it. I could tell myself that this parent didn't really care about me and didn't support me, and it might seem that way. But perhaps the parent was afraid of taking chances and risks for fear of making a fool of herself or himself. And that fear gets projected upon the children. As a child... I internalized this fear and I became afraid to step out onto the stage of life. I became terrified of performing in public. I had a great fear that I would make a fool of myself. It took me a long time and a lot of work to face this fear and move beyond it. I had to convince that part of myself, the inner judge, that with enough preparation, I would be fine. If I practiced and knew my material or my performance, I could pull it off without making a fool of myself. 
although I was terrified at first. It got easier, and the judge tamed down a bit. It still judged me, though. It found fault with my performances and was overly concerned with what people thought of me. Because there was a suggestion in my subconscious mind that I would make a fool of myself if I shared my talent, it had me hyper-focused on how others perceived me. As a young child ready to step out onto that stage and share my gifts without reservation or concern for what people thought of me, I was liberated and free until the suggestion was planted in my head that people would find my performance foolish. It is experiences like this that cause the inner judge to take root. I was never the same again. I was never quite so innocent and willing to embrace the expressions wanting to come through me. On the contrary, I began to feel there was something wrong with me in my expression. It was something to be judged. My story is not so unique. Most of us have a story like this. We have experiences where we are judged or discouraged, and we internalize the messages. The inner judge is born. In my case, my inner judge wanted to help me by protecting me from making a fool of myself. So it would constantly discourage me. As it picked up speed, it found more things to judge and discourage me for. When my brother told me that I was ugly, I found a new reason to judge myself. Like a snowball running downhill, picking up more and more snow, my inner judge had a whole laundry list of things to judge me for. By the time I was an adult, my inner judge was relentless. It found fault with me every day, and my core wound, I'm not good enough, was highly activated. At some point, I had to confront the judge and start calling it on its lies. I had to start saying, this is not true. I'm not going to make a fool of myself. I'm not ugly. I am good enough. When I was in school for hypnotherapy, I learned something called parts therapy, which was very helpful. I learned how we had many different parts of our personality that played different roles within us. I learned how to work with these parts of myself and of others and find resolution to the inner conflicts we had within us. The judge was a part that could be found in just about everyone I worked with. We called it the inner judge, the inner critic, the fault finder, or a variety of names. I normally let the client pick the name it wanted to call a particular part of its personality. What I would do with these parts in hypnosis is ask what its intention was. And the intention was usually not to hurt the person, but ironically to protect them or help them in some way. There were often conflicting parts within an individual, and we had to resolve conflicts while in hypnosis. There would be the part that wanted to start a new business and the part that wanted to prevent a person from starting a new business. There was the part that wanted to have a relationship and the part that didn't want to get hurt. 
We would have to find the common ground between the two parts and get them on the same page with each other. If one part was sabotaging the individual, we had to find out why and then see if it would be willing to take on another role. In a sense, we would give it a new job. Assassinating a part of your personality is not an option because no part of us wants to be hated, cast out, or killed off. All parts of us want our love, acceptance, and approval, just as a wayward child would want love and approval. That wayward child may be stirring up all kinds of trouble, but hating the child, rejecting it, and telling it that it is unwanted or bad is not going to make that child good. What will change the child is to give it another role and give it a lot of love and acceptance. The inner judge is not a part that we tend to love and encourage, not by any means. Most of us would like to assassinate this part of us. We'd like to just get rid of it. We would like to tell it to just go away and never come back. But this doesn't tend to work. All parts of us fight for survival. And when we try to kill something off, it fights against us. And once again, fighting against a part of ourselves causes us to be in opposition to ourselves. As a hypnotherapist, I would hold a meeting of parts. We call this parts therapy. We would invite all parts of the personality that were in conflict to the meeting, and each part would have a voice. Each part would have an opportunity to express itself. The part that wanted to achieve a certain goal, we'll call it the achiever, would express how it wanted to find a new job, but then say the judge would continue to tell it that nobody would hire it because it's stupid and it's not good enough. We would let the judge express itself and talk about why it's trying to sabotage the efforts of the achiever to find a new job. The judge might be concerned about the potential for failure or hate the interviewing process or fear rejection when it doesn't get that offer. We point out that although we can see that the judge is trying to prevent the person from experiencing the pain of rejection or failure, that this is not being helpful. What would be helpful is if we could assign the judge a new job that would be more helpful to the individual. The new job would be one of offering encouragement, support, and praise. We tell the judge how by offering encouragement, support, and praise that the individual would be so much happier and more successful. And doesn't the judge really want this? Since the judge's objective is really to help, it may like the idea of taking on a new role that would be more helpful. So we assign the judge a new role and a new name, such as the supporter, who offers encouragement and praise rather than judging and criticizing. We get the judge excited about the new role and now begin to call this part the supporter or whatever That person chooses to name it. As the overseer, the main aspect of our personality, the thing we call I, we need to manage our different aspects. 
So we need to remind the judge that its old position is no longer needed. And it now has a new position to offer praise and support. We may need to remind the judge of its new role several times until it gets the hang of it. However, we have to be mindful and pay attention to when the judge shows up so we can offer the reminder. When we practice mindfulness, we pay attention to when sabotaging parts of ourselves show up. We pay attention to the different parts of us that are at war with each other. We notice where we are in opposition to ourselves. Oftentimes, we're able to see the parts of us that are in opposition to ourselves through the judgments and criticisms that we have towards others. When we're not aware of our own self-judgments, we often project those judgments outward onto others. If you are receiving judgments or criticism from others and you are in self-judgment, you will internalize the outer judgments. Let's just say the outer judge and the inner judge gang up on you. The outer judge finds agreement with the inner judge. The outer judge may tell you that there's something wrong with you or the way that you act or something that you've done. And your inner judge jumps on the bandwagon and said, see, I told you there was something wrong with you. Everybody agrees. See, this is just more proof that you're a complete screw up. Of course, when this happens, your core wounds are deeply triggered. You're feeling shame and self-blame. Your core wound, there's something wrong with me, is flared up. Your feelings of unworthiness, highly activated. Now when the inner judge has been assigned a new job as praiser, it looks for things to praise about you. It will tell you you did an amazing job here, that you did this really well. You really gave your best effort. You did the best job you could. You loved with gusto, or whatever it is that you are needing praise for. When this aspect of you is praising you, it's much more difficult to go to the dark side. It's much more difficult to align with the outer judge or fault finder. You have developed a positive inner voice that is on your team. Team peace is being assembled. Because when you can stop all the inner aspects of yourself from fighting against each other, you begin to feel a sense of inner harmony. When you are angry with yourself, you don't trust yourself and constantly finding fault with yourself, there is inner anguish. You may say, I just want to be at peace, but how can you be at peace when there's a war going on within you? We can easily blame the lack of peace we're feeling in our life on others. They are the ones warring against us. They are the ones finding fault with us, judging us, hating us, and rejecting us. But the truth is, if you were truly at peace with yourself on the inside, it wouldn't matter what other people are projecting onto you. It would not have a place to stick. Outer judgments can only stick to our inner judgments. Outer hatred can only stick to our self-loathing. 
Inner conflict is the most important conflict to resolve because as we resolve our inner conflict, the outer conflict takes care of itself. I've done a lot of work on myself and my inner judge was converted to the praiser. It's not that I never judge myself. It is more that I catch that part of myself early on and I work with it. I'm always looking for the deepest truth in any given situation. I'm willing to self-reflect and see where I might be responsible for an issue occurring on the outside. Or I resolve myself of all responsibility and retreat to the safety of myself. Being in a space of love with ourselves is where we find that inner peace. Even if we've done something that we consider to be wrong or out of integrity, we love ourselves through the resolution of it. We don't negatively judge or condemn ourselves, but rather treat ourselves as we would a child who has had a transgression. We still love that child, and we teach it a better way. As we grow and evolve, we're always seeing a better way. We're seeking to reach higher and higher states of consciousness. We reach these higher states of consciousness through love, not through warring with ourselves. Inner peace comes from loving and accepting all aspects of ourselves. We may not completely eliminate the inner judge, but we assign it a new role and greatly reduce its impact. It may still want to point out a thing or two to us, and we can gently thank it for bringing this to our attention and remind it of its new role. Thank you for reminding me that I keep messing up on this part of my song, but remember how I always get it down in the end? It just takes time. The judge, now greatly reduced, says, oh yes, you do always figure it out, don't you? You're really good that way. It's important to remember that all parts of you want to live in peace and harmony with each other. They just need some help. We need to see the warring parts of ourselves as misguided children who are in need of a firm and loving parent. It's our overseer's role to be that firm and loving parent. The parent loves all its children and wants them to be at peace with each other. The parent wants its children to play nice. The parent may say to the inner judge, Now, that isn't very nice, is it? If you find that you're at war with yourself, consider that your core wounds are being activated. You may have core wounds that have been encoded into beliefs that you are not enough. You aren't worthy of love. You mess everything up. You're a failure. And you might even have a belief that you should be punished. The interesting thing is, is that when we feel we are bad, we also believe we deserve to be punished. And so we either draw punishing experiences to ourselves, or we interpret everything that happens to us on the negative as a punishment. If you have a core belief that you are not worthy of love, you will either attract a partner who treats you badly, or you will sabotage the partner who wants to treat you well. Either way, you will end up telling yourself, see, I told you that you weren't worthy of love. This is proof. 
Our core wounds and beliefs look for proof to validate the negative things we believe about ourselves. The inner judge is right there saying, see, I told you you aren't worthy. I told you you aren't good enough. I told you that you screw everything up. In order to expose the lies of your core wounds and beliefs and begin aligning with the deeper truth of who you are, you need to get the judge on your team. Assign it a new job. Don't fight against it. Invite it to help you in a new way. Be patient with yourself. Change takes time. Think of it as building a stronger, more peaceful you by starting at the foundation. Getting all parts of yourself in alignment with your highest good is building a strong foundation. With that strong foundation, you can begin to really achieve the goals that you set for yourself in life, whether it be that great relationship, financial abundance, a great career, good health, or amazing confidence in yourself. When all parts of you are working together on the same team, all things are possible. I would like to invite you to identify the parts of your personality that are sabotaging your success in life and begin working with them in a different way. If you need help, be sure to reach out. If you're interested in parts therapy or a parts therapy hypnosis session, contact me and just tell me you're interested in parts therapy. Parts therapy will help you to build that solid foundation in yourself. I want to thank you so much for listening today. You can find out more about me and my work at NarcissismFree.com and PathBackToSelf.com. Have a great day, and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you.